This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Mart convenience stores conveniently located all across southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. just have no idea. You just have no idea. I mean, you think you know, but you really don't know. I think I know, but you really, we really don't know. So, buddy of mine called me today. And this is what we're going to talk about today on the program. As... I wish you a great Friday. Hope today finds you well, no matter where you may be. However you may be hearing us, perhaps in our mid-state affiliate, maybe uh, you're uh, out and about today and you're enjoying the day in your own way, whatever. Maybe you're listening to us a day later through tclub.team, as several people do. Perhaps you're hearing us wherever you hear us, but... uh, there are so many ways to enjoy what we do, and uh, maybe you're listening to us on Twitter Spaces today. Several hundred, if not a few thousand, will before today ends. Whatever the case, I want you to know I'm glad you're there with us. And one of the things I want to talk about today is this uh, this upcoming season. And Mike Hugan is going to join us here momentarily. Of course, you had Tennessee Vanderbilt basketball game this weekend. Poor Vandy. I I've got a little analysis that I've written. Vanderbilt. I, I didn't realize this. Vanderbilt costed. Um, they cost Kentucky three seed lines last year. See, Vanderbilt does this thing where they and I'll get back to the football thing, but just on Vanderbilt in a second and why they're deleterious. Their presence. Not only are they check collectors. But their city boy is self-destroyer, paranoia, self they're, they're disgusting. They're reprehensible. Their presence in the league right now under Jerry Stackhouse. Because here's what they do. This year they lost to Presbyterian, the Presby boys, the Blue Hose. And then they go out, you know, and as the league goes along, they get a little better and better and better and better. But they're not very good, and they're never going to be very good. And Jerry Stackhouse isn't very good, and the whole thing's not very good. And Kesara sera. And you get a case of rice aroni. But if you lose to them, it is murderous for you. There are several schools in this league that if they lose to Vanderbilt, like the South Carolinas of the world, the Georgias of the world, they will not qualify for the NCAA tournament. That's how injurious it is. You can't have somebody like that in your league. And the problem with them is they get better as the year goes along because the guy's a pretty good coach. But what they lay down the first six, seven weeks of the year is total wolf bait. How's that for an old term? I mean, it's complete and total wolf bait, what they do. I mean, they suck on 12 continents and Mars, the continent of Mars. They're Elon Musk. But let's get back to the real topic at hand. Here's a topic. Bino Jeff, buenas to you, brother. Hope you're well on this Friday. Good day to you. Uh, Tony, 
I am. Hope you are as well. What a difference a few days makes. Huh? Oh, Bino, Jeff, I'm getting off. No offense to the living listener today, but I got two in me today, and I'm going to the park and playing some music. No offense to anybody intended. I love each and every one of you, but I'll be in here to work in tomorrow night, and it is what it is, and it is what it is. So don't be offended. But uh, if we do a TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime, it'll be very, very short, very slender, very slim, mudslide slim. Beanstar, um, question I'm going to ask Hugan, and I'm going to ask you right now. And I, I was talking today with a friend of mine who kind of walked me into this, but he's right. And he says, Tony, I've been listening to some podcasts. And do you realize how fun this upcoming season's going to be in college football? He said, no, I know, you know, the Tennessee baseball is going to be fun and the basketball and what's going to happen with the basketball team. He said, but do you, have you thought about, like, what the Big Ten's going to look like next year? Ohio State's got to play people. And they got to, like, go to Corvallis, Oregon. And he said, imagine just how much fun that's going to be. And that's our new normal in college football. But, you know, let's, let's rewind the tape three years. Okay. It'll be three years in July that we've had NIL. Or has it been two, Brian? When did the NIL thing happen? Two years, three years. I think it's three years. I think in the summer of 2021. So it's three years. It's going on three years, yes. Dino and Brian, is college football a better game now than it was then? I don't even want you guys to think about it. That's what the first thing comes to mind. Bino, is it a better game now than then? What do you think? I I think it's a game that provides uh, opportunity for more than the old game did. Um, so I guess unless you're one of the fans of the same old, same old, I think it's probably better. Brian Hartman? I think it's better, not really because of NIL, but just because of what this 12-team playoff might look like, the anticipation of just how that's going to go down, and because we, we really just don't know. And it's going to be fun to experience that for the first time. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yeah, it, it is better. Tony, I tried to answer without being an old man. Be an old man. To... Be an old man, Bino. Let's, I want to hear you wrestle with this because it's a great – I'm going to ask Hugie this, and I'll be curious as to what he says because we're, you know, we're roughly the same age. Go ahead, Bino. The, the, the old man in me uh, doesn't like it as, as well as I used to uh, because I, I, liked, I liked the regional feel, and it's not so much NIL – it's part of it. I like the regional feel of the game uh, much better than the full national scale or just forget what region teams are in and, and put them together for money purposes. And and I also liked uh, to kind of get to know players. Uh, players be there for three years. Um Players be there for four years, be there for five years, um, and and you know those days are kind of gone. Yep, two sided issue, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's it a, is. it's a, it's a great question, and I'm going to ask the listener yeah. this: um, when when we get done with Yugi, 
I'm going to ask the listener, is the game better? You rewind that clock three years. Three years years ago, you're a Tennessee, and you were in a hole, and there was no way out of that hole. Now there's a way out of the hole. But everybody's getting out of the hole. Lane Kiffin just got two players off a defending national champion, including a highly decorated offensive lineman who was up for national awards. Point being that they're, you know, it, it, Bino's right. It brings different teams into play. It, it's, I'll be curious as to what Mike Huguenin has for us. He's covered the game for three and a half decades. I do think it, it, it bears repeating, though, that last season we knew coming into the year was going to be one unlike any other we saw because the curtain was coming down on something. We all knew it, and it was tremendous. That was an incredible college football season we just went through. Now, and I say that from a partisan standpoint, a Tennessee standpoint, which is how we do the program, all politics are local, yet knowing that, you know, we weren't exactly lights out last season. It was a, I don't want to say it was a forgettable season from our perspective, but locally it wasn't like there were a ton of red-letter moments when you buy your Vols on video at JCPenney on VHS. Yet, it was an incredible college football season. Another theme we're going to do today, Bino, is there are three sitting coaches that have won national championships. And I want to project out ahead over the next 10 years. And I want you to think about this. I want you and Brian to think about this because we haven't even had a pre-production meeting. I hit hit the heavy bag for a half hour today. That's why my brain sounds alert and alive. I want you to tell me the head coaches that are going to win natties in the next 10 years. I want you to think about that. And is Josh Heupel one of them? Is he in the conversation? 865-200-5402. Hold your calls. I'm going to bring you again. But, uh, so I encourage you to hold your calls. But, but we will get to you. So is college football a better game than it was three years ago? Post-NIL. So as the whole... The courts, the rolling, the opening, the floodgates, the everything about the sport now. Because what it's done is it's chased uh, uh, some legendary coaches that were veteran coaches kind of out of the thing, including the director of scouting, the head of the commissar of scouting up at Michigan, Jim Harbaugh, who left, who was Bella cheating his way. To a national championship, no offense to him, but you know we we kind of call it like it is here. And then you have the concept of there are three coaches that have won natties, and Bino, that's a crazy number in that sport. That only three guys have won national championships. One of them cuts his hair with a floby or goes to sports clips, and is one of the. And I'm a goofy looking guy. That's one of the goofiest looking SOBs to ever live. And Kirby Dumb over there on the sidelines. The other one is at Clemson, and he refuses to change, so I don't know that he's going to hang. Bino, you think he's hanging another banner anytime soon? Uh, I don't, Tony. Okay. So he's stuck in dogma. He's zagging while you're zigging. He's zigging while you're zagging. And then the other guy's Mac Brown, and, you know, I mean, we have Watson on here. I, I don't think it's out of school to say he's probably won his last natty. That leaves a whole lot of natties. Unless Kirby Smart in the next 10 years is going to win eight of them, Bino. You think that's going to happen? You think Kirby Dumb's going to win eight of them in the next 10 years? 
Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> Famous last words. We'll bring Hughie in I on think you. He's yeah. win some more, but I sure he I is. Hope it's not eight of them. Sure he is. But the living Vol fan today, and every other fan base in the country. And then you got to ask yourself this, right? How many schools are competing for a national championship? How many schools wake up today with national championship aspirations? Sure, the twelve-team playoff, Liberty can make it, and you know this school can get in, and the Ole Miss can. I mean, are they contending for a national championship? Martin Colombo, even with your man crush, which I would never do the kind of man crushing that you do on the air on Lane Kiffin. I find it uncomfortable and off-putting. But are they really competing? I mean, come on. I mean, uh, let's keep it real. So let's get Mike Huguenin in here. We'll come back, and then we'll talk to him. I'm going to ask him these questions. Three sitting head coaches have won a natty. Two of them aren't going to win any. Two of those guys are getting off the stage. All that's left is Death Star Kirby and his Floby and his visor as we can, and his big meaty hands as we continue after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. My name is Basilio. I live on the second floor. I live upstairs from you. And, you know, I think you've you've seen me before. Let's get the great Mike Hugan in here without further ado. Hugie, buenos dias to you. Hope you're well. I am indeed. Appearing on the TLD Logistics Hotline online at tldlogistics.com. Of course, Yugi, a big Suzanne Vega fan, certainly 1987. He laughs at that for some reason. Okay, we've gotten a derisive laugh out of Yugi already. This is not going well. Yugi, um, we started off today's show. It dawned on me, and I was telling Bino, Jeff, and Brian that we have uh, a tremendous basketball season out in front of us and tennessee baseball here is going to be great and all politics are local and championships at chase this that and the other but it kind of dawned on me just how much change there's been when i when i read earlier in the week i I saw a graphic that kind of blew my mind which is that there are three guys coaching in major college football who have won a national championship currently coaching now that's just nuts to me who are the three well, Mac Brown, Kirby Smart, and oh, Dabo. That's it. Yeah, isn't that 
incredible? Like one, a, a little snapshot in time just goes to show you how in the last three years how much the sport has changed because these guys, uh, it's it's a grind now. It's a young man's game and a grind. Yeah, and what, what's weird to me was that three of the four coaches in the college football playoff uh, have are, are gone from the teams they took to the playoff. Saban obviously retired, Harbaugh's in the NFL, and Kalen DeBoer left Washington. So um, this has been a, a, an incredibly meaningful, so to speak, uh, offseason for college football in terms of coaching changes because you got Saban leaving, you got Harbaugh leaving fresh off a national title, you got Kalen DeBoer who quickly remade Washington, taking over for Saban. So it's the the NFL coaching changes have been interesting, but college football coaching changes have been like earth moving kind of kind of moves. Yeah, it's wild. Um, and it, it would be almost like it would be it would have been like, um, for instance, the guy the guy up in New England, the hoodie got out right, but he got out after several losing seasons. It'd been the equivalent of Nick Saban getting out like after having a Bobby Bowden-type spin at the end of his career. Right. I mean, sure, it was impactful that he left, and he was a legend. Nick Saban leaves, basically, he's not at the height height of his powers, but he wasn't bad. I mean, they were still going to recruit great players. They were still going to win national championships coming up. I mean, he so, – so here's my question for you, because I think a lot of this ties back to what happened uh, coming up on three years ago. As Brian was saying back in July of 2021, do you think, having been around this sport a long, long, long time, college football now specifically, not college sports, but college football, is college football a better game heading into the 2024 season than it was pre-NIL? How do you answer that? Better game. Is it a better game? Better game. The on-field product continues to get better, just like I think the on-field product and the NFL continues to get better because offenses evolved, defenses evolved to try to, to try to keep up. All the accoutrements for college football vastly, I think, more difficult for fans to navigate and for coaches to navigate and even for some players to navigate. And the, the one thing that, that strikes me is I worked at NFL.com for two years about ten years ago. And you talk to people about how and what a grind it was being an NFL coach, and college coaches had it a little bit easier. Uh, the, the, the script has flipped. It's vastly more difficult to be a college coach now than an NFL coach. So I, while I think the on-field product is better, um, all the surrounding elements, um, it makes you a little bit uneasy, I think, as a fan and certainly even as a coach. So it's complicated, basically. Very, com- yeah, very comp. I mean, I have no problem with NIL in its purest form. I have no problem with players being allowed to transfer, just like regular college students. The problem is that the NCA, um, because it is an inept organization, developed no guardrails for any of this stuff. And once it's like it's sort of a stupid, it's like trying to herd cats. Cats don't listen to you. So the cats are out of the house. You're trying to get them back in. If they don't want to come back in, they ain't coming back in. Dogs, you can generally cajole back in. But 
think about cats being outside, which is the way college football is now. Everything has been rushed out the front door, and you ain't getting it all back inside the house. So it's it's it, there's a lot of turmoil, angst, um, bizarre stuff going on. Um, the, the rules aren't the same in every league, even. So um, you know, just as something as simple in the transfer portal as when your school starts its spring semester plays a gigantic role in when you can enroll transfer students. Like some schools start, they started last week. Some schools started, I think it was the January 8th. I think there's one school, a couple of schools that don't start until the 29th. For you. So in other words, if you want to transfer to school X, which started the 8th, you needed to make your decision. If you want to go to the 29th, well, I'm, I'm not even sure I'm going to go there, so I can wait a while. So it's 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 a wild and wooly. The, the whole Wild West analogy works fine with college football because that's what it is right now, the Wild Wild West. You know, I close my eyes, and I think about the upcoming season, and, and I was telling you this off the air, and you go, why? We have all this other stuff. I just want to talk about it, though, because it, it, it's – last year we knew – Going in the last season was going to be the last and curtain was going to come down. We also knew it was going to be a fascinating football season. What we didn't know is that the fireworks were going to be out west, uh, that it was going to be as uh, great as it was, as compelling as it was, and then two legendary coaches were going to go off the stage. What we know now is that we're walking into a 12-team playoff era. We've got three coaches that have won national championships, two of whom probably will not raise the chalice again, which leads Death Star Kirby Smart yeah. at Georgia. And so my question for you is, and then Bino wants to get into our conversation, but in the next 10 years, okay, just think, close your eyes here. Who's going to fill the gap? Who's going to fill the Saban gap? Who's going to fill the Harbaugh gap? Who's going to fill the Urban Meyer gap? You know, these guys that collected these national championships, and now all of a sudden you look around, they're not in the sport, what what comes to mind when you think about that? Who's going to win those championships? I think Harbaugh leaving opens the door even more for Ryan Day. He's going to have the most talented roster in the Big Ten. He's going to continue to have the most talented roster, I should say. But now his arch nemesis is gone. Does that make things easier for Ryan Day? Um, is Steve Sarkeesian, with the move to the SEC, position to have Texas you know there's no reason Texas annually shouldn't be top 20 and almost and frankly annually contend for for a playoff spot does he get Texas back into the spotlight um the true spotlight I mean being in the playoff is one thing winning it is another um and, and you the, the Dabo situation is fascinating they brought in no transfers again and you're like Dude, what, do you understand this is not 2012 anymore? It's 2024. you got to do different things. Um, I, I still am a – I'm still buying stock in Lincoln Riley because I think his offensive mind is, is tremendous. Um, but you're right, though. It, there's a lot of – when Saban was at Alabama, you knew annually that's, that's a top-five team. I don't think that's the case anymore. Um, with Harbaugh leaving, he did a phenomenal job rebuilding Michigan. Um, I don't think Michigan stays at that level. Um, they lost a lot of dudes. I mean, they're not going to go back to Brady Hoke era, 
but you know, it's not a given that Michigan always wins. So that is sort of a fascinating question. There are coaches out there. I think Brian Kelly's a really good coach. Um, he antagonizes a heck of a lot of people. Um, what what can he do at LSU? Because he has a huge built-in recruiting advantage. Um, Dan Lanning at Oregon certainly seems to have the pedigree to be extremely success, successful. And I don't, you know, the idea, oh, my God, Oregon and Washington and USC are, are going to find out what it means to play Big Ten football. Yeah, they're going to find out that, my God, these teams don't play offense. So it's, I think Oregon's well-positioned to be an almost annual playoff contender as well. And then you've got some coaches who have underachieved, most notably James Franklin, um, once you get into a playoff, and I think going 10-2 and two in the Big Ten would get you into the playoff annually, good things can happen in a playoff. So uh, I think Franklin has a chance to sort of reset his um, career arc in a way. But there's, you're right, there's two or three guys out there that no, no one's mentioned that are going to become That's right. annual playoff contenders. That's right. Um, if not annual playoff winners, I just don't know who they are. It, it's exciting here because it, it if, you're, if you're a Tennessee I mean, you're right. fan, if, you, if you're a Tennessee fan, yeah. Yugi, you can close your eyes and hear us talking, and you can go, why can't we get in that? Right, exactly. I think that's the, that's the I would argue that there's 40 or 45 schools that are thinking that now. I think even the Kansas states of the world sure. are thinking we can get into a 12-team playoff. You know, maybe we're not a four seed, but we can get in and there's eleven or a twelve. Sure. Um, Florida State thinks it's back. Um, Miami thinks it's on the has the correct arc, but you know who knows? Um, they, they lost to Ruck. The bowl games don't matter, but you know they did not look very good against Rutgers in their bowl game. Um, they do have. I think they got the best quarterback, out, second best quarterback out of the portal. Mm-hmm. So let's see what happens there. But yeah, there's it's it is sort of a a new era. You're right. The curtain has come down. Not only did the curtain come down, the door slammed shut, and it was put in a put in the ground. The old era of college football is over, and now the new one starts. And you're right. It is sort of it, it is exciting. You're on the ground floor or something. Um, Twelve teams is going to make the season a heck of a lot more interesting. Into late November, it, you know, you're talking about oh, you know, six teams for four spots. Now I would argue it's going to be 15 or 16 or even 17 for 12 spots. So it does keep people more engaged. Um, and people have some coaches have adapted better than others to the portal and to NIL. Is that going to pay off for someone like Lane Kiffin, um, who you can look at Ole Miss's projected starting roster for this fall and realize they don't care about high school recruiting anymore. They're all about the portal and making sure guys come there with NIL. I'm calling this thing, Hughie. I think it's a national reset, man. Outside of what's going on at Georgia, I think this thing's a national re- Like you're talking about um, Franklin, right? He's got a chance to change his narrative. Yes. You know? A lot of these guys have a chance to change it. The guy at USA, kind of slipping. Now he gets a chance to go into a real power league, chance to change the narrative. This is going to be... This is like something completely different than what we're used to. I'm getting jazzed up for it. Bino, Jeff, get in here with Mike Huguenin on a Friday as the Vols are uh, on the road at Vanderbilt, who's choosing not to participate uh, in Southeastern Conference basketball. Go ahead, Bino. Uh, Mike, I thought you answered Tony's initial question beautifully in that uh, the product on the field is probably better 
and a lot of the things that especially old guys like me cherished about the game have kind of gone away a little bit. It's almost as if uh, it's better to be a casual observer of the game today than it is to be a fan of, of one team. That's an interesting point because I was talking about that with a couple friends of mine who are like, you know, I don't think I can be as emotionally invested anymore. Um, and I can understand that, you know, you, you, the old days, you would sign a kid, maybe he red shirts or barely plays as a freshman, becomes a key reserve as a sophomore, and then starts as a junior. So a lot of those guys leave after their freshman year now. So, um, the, the free agency aspect, and I, I agree with you, I'm, a, I'm an old man as well, and it is a little bit disconcerting. Um, yeah, and you just hope that, you know, your favorite team has a, coach who has adapted and that's you know i brought up dab and brought up dabo earlier if i'm a clemson fan i'm sort of perturbed because your coach is not adapting to the way things are done now he's not doing his job it's one thing to be stubborn um but to me it's like he's cutting off his nose to spite his face i mean you have you have roster holes why not go out and get somebody to fill that hole and the whole idea, he talks about culture, culture, culture. My question, and I wrote it starting three years ago, if your culture is so good, how does bringing in three or four guys from the portal ruin your culture? It doesn't if you properly vetted them. And given the fact that every support staff at a power at most Power 5 schools now is about 90,000 people, that that is a lame excuse the great mike huganen i bow my head when i say thy name you used to work over there at nfl.com that thing is a monster okay a monster now does the nfl want the baltimore ravens in that super bowl or do they want to shatter all time all Time records with a Taylor Swift Super Bowl. What do you think? Well, I think they want. I, I would argue. I would think that the TV networks want Mahomes because and, and with with the Travis Kelsey um, tagging along with his yeah world famous girlfriend. Um, and, and the you know Detroit is a phenomenal story. Mm, mm, so I mean Kansas City, Detroit. I think mm. be interesting to some people, but I think that if you're a football purist. You you want you know, well the Niners were the best team in the NFC this year so I mm-hmm. want them in there but I think both games are um, phenomenal this weekend and to bring it back to college you look at the four starting quarterbacks and someone asked me earlier this week mm. do you think those four quarterbacks would become NFL stars and I said I'll be honest I thought all four were iffy the one I liked the best was golf. Because I didn't think Lamar Jackson's game would really translate. Mm-mm. Brock Purdy seemed to plateau at his after his junior season. He was not very good as a senior. Uh, and Mahomes, I'm like, yeah, phenomenal stats at Texas Tech where they had a losing record. Get that guy out of here. So I, I was obviously vastly incorrect. Um, but, you know, Purdy showed things at Iowa State. I just didn't think he could get any better. He has. Um Goff was the number one pick in the draft for a reason. Um, Lamar Jackson has worked with two offensive coordinators who get what he can do. And Mahomes is just a, sort of a transcendent talent, man. I think you can look back. I should have and realized 
it wasn't he wasn't the problem. It was the horrendous Texas Tech defense and a head coach who was not very sad. His head coach at the time was Kingsbury. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Who uh, the Eagles were talking about making? I think offensive coordinators is a, a good spot for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, if I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm, I would be excited by that. Um, Hurts played under Lincoln Riley, which is sort of the same style of offense in college. Um, I think Shane Steichen did a really good job with Jalen Hurts. Brian Johnson did not, and that's why Brian Johnson is no longer there. Yep. And Brian Johnson was a big buddy of Jalen Hurts, but uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles in that deal. Hughie, on the way out, uh, to your point, if it ends up being the Lions and the Chiefs, and I'm just picturing what that game would look like on the field, that would be the most aesthetically appealing Super Bowl maybe ever. Those are yeah, two the, of the, the coolest Lions, uniforms. You how cool their uniforms are, oh. the silver helmets, oh. the Honolulu blue. Oh. Um, plus, that's a, that's a fun, and I would like, two weeks of Dan Campbell leading into the Super Bowl. Yes. Because you know he's going to say some wild stuff. Oh, yeah. So, um, and then Andy Reid, who you know, keeps on keeping on, man. So want some nuggets. Um, interesting defensive matchup. Kansas City can play defense. Detroit really can't. But the Niners, too. I mean, no one talking about the Niners. And, you know, Kyle Shanahan's done a good job. Brock Purdy being the last pick of the draft. A seventh-round pick, just like Mr. Brady. So it's it's... I think both those games are going to be fascinating for a couple of reasons. And Lamar Jackson, um, he certainly has gotten better this year with uh, Todd Monken as his offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Georgia fan, you're going, yeah, Todd Monken made um, Stetson Bennett a two-time national champion. And that gets, tells you all you need to know about how good a coach Todd Monken is. Hugie, you're the man. Much love to you. All right, talk to you next week. Thank Thanks. you, brother. The great Mike Huguenin who played our game today. And here's the game. Do you think college football is a better game than it was three years ago? 865-200-5402. It's better. I'll tell you what they've done. They've lucked into this. They didn't know they were doing this because they got drugged into it by the courts. But this free agency thing, like yesterday, there was a blurb that came down that two more Washington players are transferring to Ole Miss. They got two guys out of the portal. The game is constantly on the crawl on Twitter while you're watching these other, or um, on Twitter, but when you're watching other games on these sports networks now, all these transactions, all this movement. And Bino, you touched on something really interesting, which is it's almost a better sport to think about as a fan of the game than it is to think about as a fan of your team. That is a... Really great point. Because the fan of the future, I was talking with my son about this last night, the fan of the future, so much more financially is going to be required of them than ever happened with our generation. Even though the TV money's huge. Like, I was reading to you guys what this Duke's Mayo kickoff classic thing they're doing is, and and. I'll just share this with the listener because this is part and parcel of kind of what we're talking about here. And again, 865-200-5402 if you want to get in. And uh, I want to hear from you. Do you think the sport's better? And and when you think about the upcoming season, um, what do you think? But this game coming up, okay, 
over in Charlotte. And this is just sort of where the game's going. And it's, I guess it's all sports. But if you want a club-level seat for that game in Charlotte, that's only three seventy-five per ticket plus fees. If you want to sit in club level B, that's three fifty per ticket plus fees. Club C, three twenty-five per ticket plus C plus fees. If you want to sit in the lower section, which is uh, they call the A section at this game behind the Tennessee bench, that will only cost you two seventy-five per ticket plus fees, and that stretches well, from the fifty fifty to the thirty-five yard line. If you want lower B tickets, which is from the 20 to the end zones, uh, that is only $250 per ticket plus fees. If you want to sit in the end zone, uh, or if you want to sit on the end zone corner, okay, the end zone corner in that deal, those tickets range from 200 to 185 uh, and then... That's pretty much, and then if you want to sit in the end zone downstairs, end zone downstairs is one eighty-five. Don't do me any favors. You imagine that being a one eighty-five per ticket to watch NC State, and people are going to buy these. And if I just give me one eighty-five and my gas money, Tony. I'll go. Bino, if you they better be treating me like a damn king. If you want to sit for that price, if you want to sit upstairs the third level of the stadium third level they call them those upper b those are a hundred dollars per ticket from the 50 down to the 35 and then the upper end zone seats the cheaps as we say in the trade are 65 dollars each plus fees i will say to you right now though the game itself i don't know if team by team if it's a better experience because i think bino's right Team, team by team, team by team. Maybe it's a better experience, though. Maybe it's a better experience, team by team, because we've had all this stuff in the off season. Be now, what about that? What about all these acquisitions in the oh, off yeah, season? I, I think the the period of interest has definitely expanded, Tony. There's no question about that. It it keeps your interest just about year-round now, uh, much like the NFL. Uh, but, you know, there's just some parts of college football that I fell in love with that don't exist anymore, uh, that that being the regional aspect of it and uh, the and kids coming and, and staying to where you, you get to know your roster and, and know – know the players on your team you know it's just become it's just become much more like professional football uh and major league baseball than uh, than the college game that i grew up with is it a better game ladies and gentlemen than it was three years ago before nil as we have embarked into the off season here and the fireworks aren't over yet for the vols like i was texting with x here the other, other day and X said, if you don't think Tennessee be poaching some people in the spring, you're out of your mind. They'll be calling their roster and poaching. That's where we are now. Back to the phones we go, and we'll get our first call in. Hello and welcome in. And the question is, is college football a better game heading into the 2024 season than it was three years ago, 2021, uh, when NIL first hit? Hello and welcome into our first call. 
answer is yes. All right, why? That's Goldberg. Hey, Goldie, why? I don't know. So, like, I I, I 100% agree with Bino in the sense that the player aspect of it has, that has, that's probably been the thing that's harder for me to kind of grasp and, like, kind of get a hold of is, like, having somebody there for a longer time where you're kind of really a fan of that person and, like, just really getting to know that person. That's yep. probably the hardest thing that I've I've kind of had to kind of deal with or whatever. But, you know, I will uh, just kind of ask you and, and, and bring up the fact that, see, I think – now, this is just with the SEC. The the Big Ten is just drunk with the craziness that is, but there are going to be some awesome, awesome games in that in that conference. I mean, you're just going to have Washington playing Wisconsin. I mean, it's just going to be a lot more interesting kind of thing to watch week to week. And as somebody that just kind of watches the Big Ten just to have something else to watch, so I think that's going to be a lot better thing to just watch. With the SEC, though, Bino, we're gonna, you're gonna get back, and I, I'm too young to kind of remember the Southwest Conference, but you're gonna get a lot more of those historical rivalries back, which I think is gonna bring a lot to the league. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, you're I, gonna I, get I like your that's... Arkansas, Missouri's, your you know, and stuff like that back. Texas, Texas A&M. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a good point, Goldbrick. Uh, that it, it seems kind of strange uh, that it took leaving conferences. And conferences folding uh, to get that back, uh, it, 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 it would almost—I would almost enjoy it better if we had a twenty-team league to where the West was basically the old Southwest Conference with, and the East was the old Southeastern Conference. I wonder if that's so going to happen. You know, expansion I'll, instead of less. I wonder if that's what happens I, eventually. Go ahead. Um, I hope. I hope they just keep. I just hope they keep the third Saturday in October going. Though. That being said. Oh yeah, I, especially with an eight-game schedule. Yeah, Alabama well, and I think they will. Home yeah. school side. Yeah, but I mean, you're you're going to get like, and I mean, you're still going to get Ole Miss and Mississippi State the Egg Bowl, but now you're just going to add the you're going to add the Red River rivalry into the SEC. You're going to add Texas, Texas A&M back in. You're getting Texas and Georgia this year. Uh, just, just for, just cause I was looking it up when I, I was thinking about this today. Just like your non-conference games, even week one are going to be Clemson, Georgia, LSU, USC. Now these aren't, you know, in conference games. So this is kind of thing, but just to kind of like, you're getting that just to wet the palate there just to start out the year. And, uh, I mean, I just think there's just going to be so many just, really interesting games and stuff this year. You get Georgia-Alabama finally again. You're going to get uh, Ohio State going out to Oregon. Yep. Oh, wow. Those games are just going to be kind of cool. Like, no question. No, no question. U- UCLA uh, at Penn State one day. I mean, that's going to look yeah. really cool. When Texas comes to Neyland Stadium, I-, I get goosebumps thinking about that. And that's something that hasn't happened. Um, and there's going to be a first time for all that stuff. And, you know, hopefully we're all blessed to live through it because it's going to be really, really amazing, fun stuff. Goldie, uh, so your vote is yes, it's a better game. Yeah, definitely a better game. Uh, I, I, the, the 
transfer portal thing is probably the hardest. It's harder for me to kind of, you know, get her. And it's not that I don't think they should be able to transfer. It's just the fact that, like, the the one thing that I've heard, like, why did that? Do they need thirty days to transfer? I guess after the tri- you know coaching change, like that seems like a long time. And I don't know. There's just so many rules. Like you know, like when we were looking into it after the ball game and how that transfer portal thing worked. There's mm-hmm. just so many things you have to try to keep up with. Mm-hmm. With that, that makes it even harder. Somebody that kind of gets into it even granularly sometimes to even kind of you know. There's just too many windows, too many things that kind of goes on. There's really just almost too much player movement than probably that I like personally even. But it's just kind of – it's it's just crazy, and you just kind of have to either deal with it or (laughs) try to keep up or just – you know, just pretty much quit. (laughs) I know. That's right. Thank you, Goldie. And and that is true. I mean, as a – and that's what Bino's, Bino's point was. You're almost better off just going, hey, I'll wait till the season start and they kick the games off. We got all these great matchups now. And you sort of watch it the way I watch the NFL. Cause I don't have all the bandwidth, you know, for all this football. I got, I got a spring league to keep up with. That takes some of my bandwidth. <laughs> Bino likes us. <laughs> I've got the, uh, of course we've got what we do here. And I can imagine you, you as a, a fan just, like earlier, we were going, okay, the transfer window closed on this Monday, and then people were still transferring, and we were like, well, wait a second here, and then somebody, well, it's a court ruling. Okay. And then the week after that, people were still transferring, and somebody said, well, they've added on another week for the people that were in the class. It's like, what? I do this every day, and I wasn't aware of it. And I pride myself on staying in the know on this nonsense. But they just kind of nilly-willy, you know, just... And that's what got, Hughie was talking about. The governing body got, of this uh, stuff is really stupid. They're just the NCA is really ill-equipped for this. Pick up rules for pick up football. That's exactly right, and it is pick up football. Let's go back to our TLD Logistics phone line and get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hey, Tony, it's Rusty. How's everybody doing? Is it better, Rusty? What do you think? Um, yes. Can I say one thing real quick before I give my reason why I think it's better? I think Chris Burks performance this week has been world-class. ESPN is missing the boat having guys like Dan Orlovsky and Jay Williams on all of their programming when they got a gem like Chris Burke. I could listen to Chris Burke talk football, baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, anything. That dude is brilliant, and we're blessed to have him as part of our fan base. And what you do with him is fantastic. He is an absolutely gifted storyteller. He and I were exchanging texts yesterday. And I just told him how much I loved him and appreciated him because he is a gifted storyteller, Chris says, and he's a person of passion as well, which I love. And he can speak intelligently on any sport in depth. No doubt. And it's not not just Burke, man. It's it's you. What you do with him and the way you guys play off of each other is high-quality entertainment. Thank thank you. you. Well, it's, it's him, but I appreciate that. Thank you. Um. It's better now. The sport's better now, and we college ball's kind of kind of went down the avenue of what the NFL did, which was make you care about the NFL year-round. With free agency and the draft and trying to own the entire 12 months of the news cycle, college football now has all of January being us having to stay locked in because of the portal. We're about to be in the spring, and we're going to be watching other players in the spring from other teams seeing who we want to get in the May portal. 
So we're, we're actually getting more entertainment outside of the regular season in college football with all the chaos. I know it's a pain to cover as a journalist, but it is more interesting stuff. The game on the field's better without a doubt now as opposed to what it was, you know, when Nebraska was on their run in the mid-90s. Um, I, I, I do get the idea of players leaving. We don't have quite as much investment and love for them, but we're going to have Nico for, for his college career unless some kind of something horrible happens. We're going to have James Pierce Jr. for his entire college career. We're going to have guys, if, you're, if you have a great coach and a coach who does it the right way, the guys that you care about are going to be with your program. You might lose guys, you might lose lower tier guys or backup guys, but your real root of your program, if your coach does it the right way, you're going to have those guys and you're going to be able to build a relationship of love with them. How about that, Bino? It is different than the college basketball game where the star players are one and done. This is still a three year process. That's a good point by Rusty Bino. Yeah, it is. It is. Absolutely. Last thing. Hugh, mentioned the Big Ten teams getting mm-hmm. in at 10-2. and two. Mm-hmm. He's right. If you go 10-2 and two in that Big Ten, you're probably going to be one of the four teams from the Big Ten that gets in because nine-game schedule, there's going to be more games played. Everybody's going to weed themselves out. It's not going to be that way in the SEC. We're going to have more 10-2 and two teams than can get in the playoffs if it's just four, and it's only going to be a maximum of four probably. It's such an asinine thing. This league is, is just – this. this, this hmm. Thank you, Rusty. Rusty, how can you sit there and put your hand in the air and say we're the best conference in football when you're afraid to play each other? How do you do that? I mean, I'm just asking for a friend. How does this league plan on saying it just means more when you're giving the fans less? How do you do that? It just means more. You're just getting less. It just means more. We just don't feel like giving you another game. It just means more. I mean, I'm going to let the coaches dictate what we do because it just doesn't make any sense. And why would the why would ESPN and SEC and and uh, and ABC and these folks go along with that? I'd be like, wait a second here. But what the league wants is the league wants them to belly back up to the bar and pay for that extra game, which you know, I guess it's all about money anyway. That's the thing about all this is they were they have been drugged kicking and screaming into this era. And they're winning from it. Because the game itself is so good. That's the reason why. The game itself, when they kick that ball off, there is nothing like major college football. Nothing. It is a spectacle. It is a sport. It is a, for some, a faith. I mean, it is a, it is a crazy, crazy sport. As we continue with more after this. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare Dual Complete Plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over-the-phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare Dual Complete Plan. Call 855 UHC More. That's 855 UHC More. 855 UHC M O R E. 
This is Elk Kennedy from Porch Radio. Today I am in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I'm at Foodland. A new circular is out with specials for this week. As always, these specials will run through next Tuesday and then next Wednesday a new circular will come out. I'm speaking with Bobby Howell, assistant manager. Miles Johnson, the manager, is not feeling well and we hope we say get well, Miles, as soon as you can. Bobby Howell, tell us what's on special this week at Foodland. We have ground chuck, $3.49 a pound. Michigan grown apples, three pound bag, two for five. Domino sugar, four pound bag, two for seven. Totino's pizza rolls, two for five. And six pack Coca-Cola products, two for nine. Oh wow, that's fantastic. And folks, Foodland is the place for guys who grill and women too, for that matter. Has a reputation as the best meat department in all of Murray County. Bobby, see you next week, man. All right, thank you. Thank you. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you, 865-200-54 yesterday, yesterday, 5402. I was telling Bino, yesterday I went to the Dumpy. As I tell my dog, I said, we're going to go for a ride and go to the Dumpy. And, and my dog was pumped yesterday, okay? I mean, pump. And we got down there, and it was just stone cold, just driving rain. I've never been happier to be out in a cold rain in my life than I was yesterday. And I didn't even wait. I just got out and did my business at the dump. By the way, AP top 10 teams coming into this weekend, and the Vols are on notice here, are 17 and 27 on the year. That's 38% against unranked opponents. Five years ago, that number in 18-19 season was 73%. It's 38% now. There is so much volatility at the top of the sport, but there won't be volatility tomorrow night. And we'll be on with you on Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime. Hello and welcome into our next call. The question is for you. Now that we're three years in and we see what's coming, is college football a better sport than it was pre-NIL? Hello and welcome in. Tony, the only thing that college football has become to me is nothing but mini NFL. Because look at it this way. There's a lot of these colleges that have runs NFL-type offenses. It doesn't make any difference if it's Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State, or Washington, or Alabama, I or think, even Tennessee. I think you got that wrong, Bill. I think NFL teams are running college offenses now. I, I will beg to differ with that. Bino, how do you read that when it comes to the to one level's impact on another, Beanstar? Oh, I, I, think, I think Tony's right, Bill, because I, I just don't believe – I don't believe that college football produces the style of quarterback in the numbers anymore to where the NFL can play the game the way they used to. Well, Kentucky runs an NFL-type offense. You're on the wrong side of another issue, Bill. But But if you ask me if it's better, I will. I'll say yes. Because... Because I'll tell you when I like I like close ball games. I don't want, care for blowouts. 
That's another great point. There are going to be some real barn burners and some real humdingers in these leagues, Bino, going forward. Yeah. Some real humdingers. You the NFL better than you do the college game anyway, don't you? Yes, I, I like the NFL ten times better than I do the college game. That's interesting. And, of course, Nissan Stadium is ten times better than Neyland Stadium because of the seating. Bino, would you... Bill? Care to respond to that? Uh, Nissan Stadium uh, is one of the more bland <laughs> stadiums I've ever been in in my life. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's so great, Billy. They're in the process of ripping it down. Yeah. As we speak, Titan fans are mentally destroying it in their minds as we speak. Nissan Stadium, the former Adelphia Ballroom. Well, if you're turned on to bench type seating, more power to you. But I love, I love the chair type seating. I'll take the chair type seating any day, any day than the bench type seating. The atmosphere, the, the atmosphere the, at a college football game in a college stadium is unmatched. There's simply nothing like it. And when you take two powerhouse uh, college football teams and put them in the same stadium on a Saturday, there is nothing in the NFL that rivals it. And trust me, I've been to the the Eagles in Philly and the Cowboys, and there's just nothing like. You, if you think that that can touch Alabama and the Vols, there's a reason that my my friends – and others are now making the pilgrimage to the SEC. And, and we meet people each week, Bino, down there at Calhoun's, do we not, that make the pilgrimage. That's a, that is a real thing now. That's a bucket list thing for, for sports fans to get to an SEC stadium for a signature game, Beanstar. No question. And that ain't happening in the NFL, Bill. Give me a break. Tony, let's face it. The NFL will always be king. It's a television product. It's a te- it's a television product. That's what they all say. And I lo- listen, I love the NFL game. Bino loves the NFL game. Bino will tell you that one of the great sporting events is going up to Indianapolis for a playoff game. But Bino, is an NFL playoff game, is it the same as the Vols in Alabama when they're both really good in that stadium? Not, not to me, Tony. Thank not you. To me. Thank you. Okay, on another note, Tony, you've got three more vacancy left on the coaching carousel. Where is Mike Frable going to go? Who would be a perfect fit for Frable? It isn't Carolina. Yep. It isn't Washington. Yep. It's Seattle. What do you think, Bino? Seattle and Mike Vrabel. I think that uh, with the style of play that they like, um, and I, I think that would be a good fit for my I friend. agree with that. I bet Jerry would love that. By the way, is the hoodie going to get a job, Bill, or is the hoodie going to be a no rim at the end for the hoodie? Now? Huh? Is he going to take the commander's job, or did he take the commander's job? Or The, Fal- the, Falcon, the Falcon's job has already been filled. Yeah, so is he taking the commander's but not, job? But it's not Belichick. That's the question. Is he good? Is, is he, he going to take? 
I don't know, Tony. Yeah, there's speculation around the league that he might get left out in this cycle. That would be wild if he got left out. You know what they you know want, why, though? Tony? You know what these franchises all want? They all want a young puppet. Look at the look at the guys they're hiring. They all want, except for the Chargers. The Chargers got tired of the young puppet route. That guy they had. They were ready yeah. for a guiding force, somebody to help them, somebody to help them draft the whole thing. And that's what they're going to get the total package in that guy because he's a heck of a coach. Yeah. Any of the teams left have a young puppet. Yeah, they're all young puppets, Brian. That's what it is. Yep. Har- I don't think Harbaugh is. I don't. No, think no, 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 no. I don't think uh, Detroit coach is. No, I'm talking about the, the in this in this hiring cycle outside of Harbaugh. Look at the kids that are getting hired, young puppets or young pups, if you will. Okay. Okay. On another note. Baltimore and San Francisco, if it's Kansas City, murders, or the Chelsea detective, or reruns of old Perry Mason episodes, then I would watch the Kansas City Chiefs in a Super Bowl. Bino, do you have any idea what just came out of this man's telephone, and would you care to translate for us on the fly? Yes, Bill does not want Kansas City in the Super Bowl. He'll take anyone else, but he's going to watch Perry Mason or some old Partridge family shows. Bill, Bill, when Kansas City wins tomorrow, I say to you, you need to shake it off. Shake it off. And you need to get in a getaway car to get away from the Super Bowl because you're out of here. 865-200-5402. Really underrated Taylor Swift tune, getaway car. In a getaway car. And a getaway not going to go far. We'll go back to our friends. Yes. I've ever one bar of a ta- I can't tell you one song, Taylor Swift. So oh, there, it's one. so in the atmosphere. You know them all, Bino. I don't know one of them. Bino, come on, man. When you're 15, somebody tells you you love them, you're going to believe them. Great song. Or Tim McGraw. Can you play Tim McGraw? Come on, Bino. It's a great jam. I, I know, Tony, that you have a hard time getting on uh, anyone but YouTube. You're now, it's now anyone but YouTube for you. But before the we show. are never, ever going to get back together. together. So, I can say I've heard one song. You've heard, heard you've heard we are never, ever, ever getting back together. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Tony B. Yo. Bino. Richard. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Oh, man. Wonderful, wonderful, man. Hey, Is college football hey. better, Richard? Is it better? What do you think? College football. Well, I tell you what, man. College football overall probably is going to be better and more exciting because it is bringing more teams in with the opportunity um, to win it all um i've always i've always hated the one thing about major college football is that we uh, that it did not have it wasn't like it's fcf brothers and that it had a true playoff and at the end of the you say that team truly won the national championship by what they accomplished by going through a playoff system like that. So we're getting closer. 
we're getting closer to that. So that does make it more exciting because it makes the whole season more exciting because there's going to be so many teams with the opportunity to look at their schedule throughout the year going, man, if we continue to win or we do this or that, we got a chance to be in that playoff. It's like the NCAA basketball tournament. You know, the, the amount of teams in it keeps so many other teams with their mind on the regular season instead of just running out. And if you, you and if you drop one early, Richard, you now know I can still win it all. Oh yeah, absolutely. It it, it, it is not getting out. But on the other side, you know there are the changes that you have because of the you know NIL sometimes roster splitting. So you really hope you do have a a, a good coaching staff that truly understands building from the foundational principle of the high school recruiting and only happen to use the portal to fill your needs to have that kind of team, that you don't have guys coming in and out, in and out, in and out um, on, on your roster, and that you build that. So going forward for Josh Heupel, the most important, Tony, the most important thing that Josh Heupel can do to challenge to be in the playoffs every year is having an elite quarterback. And you can say he's got elite quarterbacks on his roster. He's got one committed yep. he's got he's got an elite one for two more years and uh, tony you, you would have to say has he given you any reason to think that going forward in the future he's not ever going to have really good quarterback play no i agree with that as long as this guy's here you're going to have especially the way those two guys are going to perform as long as he's a head coach he's going to have a very good quarterback no doubt about that because i will contend with this i think what what Joe Milton was when he came to Tennessee and what Joe Milton exited, uh, I think Josh Heifel and him did about as good a job as they could in elevating that game, that guy's play. There's no a limit that they could do, but man, look for, look what they did with him over the few years there, man. He, no, from the beginning to that, so. No doubt. And, and so, yeah, from that standpoint, yeah, I expect, um, you know, us to be there because it's not just that. We're also getting other high-end blue-chip recruits now. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're recruiting very, very well. And really, there is no more number in recruiting because I look at the last couple of years, Georgia and Alabama has dominated recruiting. Everybody would say they did it. But look how many guys they have lost, Tony, off those recruiting classes. So truly, what is a recruiting number? <laughs> it, it It's all changed. It, it's nothing is the norm. You know, the it's the norm used to be giving a coach five to seven years to turn things around. It took Johnny Majors, the great Hall of Famer, seven years to win nine games. Isn't that amazing? Yes, and 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 Tony would if 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 it would take uh, him if it would have taken Josh when would Josh Hopple gotten fired if he didn't win nine games? Uh, if it had been a Majors thing in nineteen seventy nine, nineteen eighty. Yeah. Okay, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. See, it's that that is the one thing I don't like the the impatience yeah. and everything. But it is what it is, man. And uh, so it, you know, it's exciting. Can't wait to see where we're going um, with it in the future. Um, hey, uh, one other thing, I you know, uh, just to take up not not to agree with uh, Titans Bill on um, you know NFL stadium or particularly the Titans. Uh, because college football, there's nothing like the atmosphere of 100,000 people in the England Stadium. No other pro stadium will ever come close to equaling that kind of atmosphere. But during the early days of the Titans, when they were brand new and Steve McNair's teams were there, you had a lot of college fans 
from Middle Tennessee that were selling out that stadium. Mm. And that that was an electric stadium for an NFL. Mm. And everybody talked about how strong of a home crowd that was. What happened? Richard, it was. Richard, what happened to those people? Where'd they go? Well, they Well, one, they, they started getting priced out a little bit. Mm. Uh, you know, the, 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 in, the tickets, the PSL seats got more expensive, got this. Um, you know, once some of the original players were gone, you, you started going through those uh, valley years where you didn't have as good a team. Yeah. And, you know, and, and a lot of those fans just started looking elsewhere for entertainment dollar. I mean, it's, you know, Predators came in um, and, and immediately, you know, some people, mm-hmm. they ciphered off some people. And it's just, it's just one of those things. And then, lo and behold, you know, Nashville became the it city to travel to. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to come listen mm-hmm. to the music venue in Nashville and mm-hmm. go to all the different music venues. And so those tickets are now very popular for one reason. What? Out of at other fans from other teams. It's they a five-ring circus. And travel. Yeah. Nashville, yeah. till I saw it a couple of weeks ago, because he will describe that to me, and I, I don't live a sheltered life, but it's semi-sheltered. That was a five-ring circus, and it was freezing cold out there. And all the bridesmaids and all the people in the street, I'm just like, what in the world are these people doing out here? What would this look like in decent weather? I can't imagine what that looks like in decent weather. I can't imagine how locals could get around anywhere near that downtown area. I'm sure people stay away from it in droves that are locals. But, Richard, are you going tomorrow to that game in Memorial? Do you plan on going over? Oh, I've thought about it. Um, But, man, you know, again – I, yeah, I've got a nice uh, big TV. There you go. And 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 I don't like. Here's the one thing I hate about the Vanderbilt cheap seats: the hundred dollar tickets are sitting in the third level in the end zones of a basketball arena. Those seats, Tony, are horrible in that arena. And so, if you want mm. a good seat to watch a good college basketball, to watch Tennessee and sit on the sideline, whether it's second level or even third, those are going for two hundred plus. Mm. And, and I just I'd prefer just to watch it on TV and spend that kind of money to go in there and and um, and you know, as much as I'd love, we used to always go to the Tennessee Vandy game when we we're here. And you know, like I said, you can get in for thirty, forty bucks. That's no more. And so it's it's definitely um, changed and and all that. And plus, Thank you, brother. Again, like yeah. yeah. All good, right, guys. Good talking to you. Yeah, and I wonder what kind of crowd we're going to see tomorrow because I was talking about those numbers. Uh, top 10 teams are getting clipped with regularity, and there have been some great teams that have lost to some real nondescript teams as well. Remember Kansas a couple weeks back uh, got beat by, who was it, Bri? Like uh, Central Florida, the Central Florida yeah, Shadows. Um, Bino, Jeff, you had something you wanted to add. And West this. Virginia last weekend. There you go. They got beat. Bino, you had something you wanted to add. Go ahead, man. Then we'll go back to the right? phones. Uh, th- this is a great topic, Tony, and I, I, I don't want to interrupt it, but uh, I, I thought that your, I thought that your uh, content yesterday was excellent as well, and your question about guys that may not be the best player, but man, you love them. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking how how you're drawn to those guys because you have a couple of guys that ha- have been true supporters of this show and regulars. Uh, that fit that bill for me. It's not that they weren't great athletes. They were both great athletes because they both played both basketball and baseball uh, in college. You got to be pretty special to do that. But Mark Griffin and, and, 
um, Rodney Woods are two guys that just got every single drop of uh, ounce of of effort out of their ability. They they um, and they made everybody around them better. Mm. Uh, and I, I think those two guys and and everyone mentioned most of the guys. Uh, my guy from Tennessee football standpoint was Johnny Jones. Mm. Uh, he was he was the first one thousand yard rusher here, uh, but I mean he wasn't the fastest. He wasn't the biggest, uh, but uh, man, what a running back he was. Mark Griffin, and then I got something on Rodney Woods, but Mark Griffin first. I'll never forget. When I was a kid and I was getting to know Mark, and he kind of let me in. You know, you get to know somebody and they let you in. They tell you some stories about themselves or whatever. And Mark says to me, he says, Tony, do, do you understand how much it meant to me coming from Union City? Because I always loved that Union City thing because that's where Coco Beware was from, you know, wrestling. And and I'm a simpleton, you know, and I relate to that. And so he said, Tony, do you do you, do you understand, like, what it meant to me? He said, when they issued me my uniform i went back to my dorm room i laid that uniform on my bed and i cried i cried he said that's what it meant to me to be here play basketball i cried and you know what Bino? he played he played like a guy who laid his uniform on his bed and cried amen so that's really good that's a good pull for you from you rather Rodney Woods is without a doubt a guy that embodies what this experience of doing this program, getting to know people like him, is all about. First of all, he's a very accomplished basketball coach, and he's he's a Hall of Fame basketball coach in that state, and you have to drag that out of him. When you're around people, Lord, don't you coach? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't walk around going, "Yeah, I, I basically like I've dominated up here, and I found Chris Lofton for Tennessee." And I mean, this guy is a leg. This guy is a legacy with a legacy inside of a legacy. Rodney Woods is, and I didn't see him play. Bino, I can imagine what Rodney Woods was like as a player because he's that tenacious as a human being. And then when he told me. And it was true, and his wife confirmed it, that they've got a toilet, and they're downstairs. It's got a Kentucky logo in the bottom of it. <laughs> that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Is he a total character, Vino, or what? Uh, yeah, he, On top he, of being everything that he is. Yeah. yeah. Just one of the great high school baseball, uh, high school basketball coaches of all time. Played two sports at the University of Tennessee. Tony, I know there are no point guards anymore, per se. Right was the epitome of a point guard and a leader. He did whatever he had to do that day for you to win. And he didn't care if it was him scoring or somebody else scoring. Uh, He was a joy to watch play, an absolute joy to watch play. And, Rodney, I'll always remember you as being with us the day that that all the COVID thing hit and we were doing a live remote and they shut the sports world down, so... Rodney, that's a a mark against you, but Bino was there, too, so I guess... uh, We'll overlook that. But let's go to the phones. Two really good pulls from you. Brian's two are going to appear in the blog of record on Monday over at tclub.team where Orange Throat today. Orange Throat, I look like Santa Claus when I got done reading his entry. 
I had so much wool on me coming out of my face. I mean, throw Taji, you talk about a guy painting the picture today. But let's go back to our phones. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Tony. It's Zach. Zachy. Zach Attack. Oh, man. God, uh, forgive me for what I'm about to say. Please, Lord, absolve me. But I agree with Titans Bill on about 70% of what he said. I hit it. Okay. Uh, I've already got the NFL to watch. I love college. I mean, I was I was a college football nut. I, I my, you know, when I was at school there during the golden years, it it would ruin my weeks or months. I remember when we we lost to Arkansas in '99. Mm-hmm. Like ruined my whole November, honestly. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is what Bill said. It is a mini NFL, mm-hmm. and I think to make up for it, there you know. The, and I want, to, of course, I'm all for people getting paid for their labor. Uh, the super conferences where they might add some excitement after a few years. Don't you think it'll be just regular old? Well, here comes, you know, the fifth Tennessee Texas matchup. It's mm. special for a year. Too. I haven't thought about that. I haven't even played I mean, the tape for it. Is he right, Bino? That it becomes ho hum after a while. Um. I, I I I don't I don't know Tony I, I I don't think I don't think that I think college football is like major league baseball I don't think the highest level of idiocy can ruin it mm-hmm. I, I, I don't I don't think it's possible Zach I don't so, think it's I, possible for Tennessee and Texas to play their third or fourth or fifth time in Neyland Stadium. And it not to be absolutely electric, incredible. Um, yeah, I. Well, we have to be good. Uh, one, one thing that we're all have a little bit of recency bias. We, we're going to have to be good and win some of these games. Because are you telling me that you enjoyed the 2016, 2014, 2012 Alabama, Tennessee games at Neyland? I, I, you know, that that's the thing. When I think of college football, to me, because I'm, uh, you know, I was born in the late '70s, so I think of like '86 to 2007, as the, and that starts with the Sugar Vols, all the way to when Saban took over at uh, Alabama. To me, those were the great years when any kind of any team, well, really, one of three teams from the SEC could win. That Tennessee, maybe Auburn, Bama, or Florida. Those. You know, those were the teams yep. that had a chance. Yep. After 2007, it was either Bama, maybe Auburn. But, um, I, I, and with the movement of players, I, I just, there's nothing, there was no gr- greater feeling than, you know, seeing a guy like Peyton Manning come in. And then he held that press conference mm-hmm. in March of 97 when mm-hmm. it was like, you know, almost a national event just for him to say he was coming back his senior year. Mm-hmm. That aspect of college football, which is the it which was the personal, you know, you see a guy develop over four years, uh, that is gone. I mean, that is for all intents and purposes gone. But that was gone in 1991, you know. I mean, <sighs> m- m- that was the he was the exception of the rule at that point cuz he came from money. So he could do that. He could delay his gratification. But the, the 
the truth is that's been gone for a long time. And I think Rusty made a really good point, which is, for the most part, the Nikos and the Stars of the world are still going to remain with the same teams. It's going to be the um, second-line guys, third-line guys, and in some cases, a disgruntled starter here and there that jumps. But for the most part, it's going to be your depth guys that you really don't know as a fan they're yeah. going to jump. Well, uh, you know, I think back to the, like '98 yeah. Tennessee running backs room. You had Jamal Lewis. Right. Okay, he goes down. Then we have. Then we get to enjoy Travis Henry, who was behind Jamal Lewis, right. and, and stayed with it. And then we get Travis Stevens, who was also in that same running back. Yes. And those and those are the things that where you start to love a guy because, like, in, you know, in two thousand one, you know, Travis Stevens, we we loved that dude. He, yeah. He beat Florida almost, you know, not single handedly, but. Uh, I'll grant you and Bino this. I'll grant you and Bino this. In today's game, Travis Stevens probably transfers from Tennessee. I'm not saying he yeah. would have transferred, Travis Phil. I'm not saying you would have transferred. Yeah, I'm saying in today's guy, that game, guy. that guy, Bino, probably does not sit there and wait for his opportunity. A guy that's talented like that is not going to sit there in today's game. Yeah. No, that's and, right. And that's, that's right. And that's, and, that's, and that's a detriment. That's a that is certainly a strike against this era that we're in right now. Um, and as far as the the Titan, as far as what Titans Bill said, I'll agree about the early aughts, late nineties, early aughts Titans. Uh, I, I went to the hey, check are, this. I went to the I went to the Music City Miracle game, and I was at the ninety three. I was at the ninety three Cowboys Dolphins uh, Thanksgiving Day in the snow game. <laughs> I mean, I wow, you were at both those? You were at the Leon Leck game? Both of them. I was at both of them. In the yeah, Miracle my, game my. in the stadium, could you see that forward pass when he let it go? I, I could definitely see it. My, my dad... Because there, there, there was replay I, today. If there was real replay on that, all the angles we have today... Probably would have gotten overturned if there yeah. was that, you know, let's yeah. measure it with a, a bit a, a abacus. And, yeah, uh, you the know, abacus like and the plumb. Yep, yep. Right. Um, but, uh, no, my dad and I, we, we drove down to Nashville. He, he, they were in, we were all in Knoxville for the weekend. School hadn't started yet. We drove down, bought $50 tickets from some oh. dude that, I don't know how we got them. We were in, Tony, we were in the very top row in section 319, row double wow. K. So That's we were so cool. On we were on the lot. We were on the yard line of where the the play started and happened, and it looked like it was a forward pass to me. But I'll take it. And it was cool to, to be at the top of the stadium because after Buffalo kicked their field goal and went ahead, you, you could see we could see people walk leaving the stadium. Wow, we were up so high. We were up so high Great we memory. Did not leave. You couldn't leave. So you were there to the bitter end, and you saw right. one of the and, – and, and Pat Ryan is just so – he's going, he's got something. He's got something. He's got yeah. something. Pat Ryan just yeah. can't contain himself. It was just uh, – that was a great – it's one of the great it, plays it was, of call in, in, uh, in the history yeah. of the NFL. I mean, it's just one it, of the great was, plays. It was, it was super cool. It was kind of a boring game until then, and uh, it, it was neat being up so high, even though that usually is a detriment, because mm-hmm. we were able to see all the people running like ants back into the stadium. It was like a vacuum cleaner. You could just see people out in the concourse just run back into the stadium. You know so you years, know what I know, which what Bino knows, because we've experienced it. That mm-hmm. playoff NFL football thing and the way the air feels, 
yeah, is the cold so air. different. Oh, it is just it, the way it just feels. You just know you're watching something that's amazing. Those playoff games, and yeah. I wonder what those college football games. And Zach, thank you. But Pino, I wonder what those college football games, those first few that are on these stadiums, since they've never happened, that are in these home fields. How incredible would that be if Neyland Stadium got to host one of them this December coming up? I mean, how just utterly out of your mind would you be that day walking? And and us down at Calhoun's on that Friday, how just utterly otherworldly would that feel? Oh, it'd be absolutely off the hook, Tony. It'd be like nothing we've experienced before. Um, just, yeah, you put that together. You put a playoff game in a college stadium. Oh, oh! Might might have to bundle up though. You wouldn't feel the cold. You would not feel it. Our fan base wouldn't. They'd be feeling no pain, as they say in the trade. You know, um, there is something that the Titans have that's a lot better than what the Jaguars have, and that's the play-by-play guy. Travis Stevens, by the way, actually redshirted after playing as a true freshman, I was just reminded. So that's never going to happen today. Guy plays a freshman due to everything that happened and plays well. And Hey, listen, man, um, we kind of need you to sit this one out this year. Huh? Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we kind of, back then it was you're sitting this out. Sport went from players have no cards in the game, no nothing, to the players hold too many cards now. And if they would have managed it properly, they would have been, they would have been, um, they would have found a healthy compromise. But they didn't. But the sport, I th- still think, is better. It shouldn't be better. Like Bino said, it should not be better. But the numbers on television say that they're better, say that it's just going to be, and it's going to get more and more compelling. Matt Dixon can hate on the playoff thing all he wants. I'm just telling you, from watching 1AA football, it doesn't hurt their product at all. Do they have a playoff at the end of the year? doesn't hurt their product. You know, um, the more teams that have access, I'll give this number again. Under the BCS, Alabama won three to four national championships Almost four in the last five. And then over the next 11 years, there were eight national championships that Alabama did not win out of the 11. And this is a 14 playoff. That's a a great point. Back to the phones we go. I'd I'd take three natties in 11 years. Oh, yeah. That's pretty damn good. But that's still, that's not five, four, five years. Yeah, that's not the dominance that they were. That's right. Because they... Because they, this year, Brian, had to navigate that Washington team, and they weren't able to do it. That's your point. Under the old system, they would have been appointed, under the old system, before the playoff, they would have been appointed to the championship game. Back to the funds we go. Hello and welcome in. Tony B., you know, I haven't been here in a while, but I think I need to come back because all of y'all have just completely lost your mind when it comes to this thing. Tennessee's going to still be Tennessee. Florida's still going to be Florida. Do you think the game is better now than it was three years ago? Is it better now? What do you think? Alabama's going to change. No, no. Nate, game's not better? 
Y'all, y'all saw one game with Nico, and y'all about to lose y'all mind thinking he's going to be the, the, the real Is this guy, Bino, is he hearing the topic? What are we doing here? No, nah, I'm just saying, bro. I'm, I don't care about the topic. I'll come over and change things. <laughs> Bino, how you doing, by the way, my brother? I don't care about the topic. I'll what do you mean you don't things. care about the topic? I don't care about the topic. I'll come and change things. You know who I am? I told you who I was a long time ago, and you ain't never believed it. But I'm back, Tony B. But listen, man. Calvin Bryant. B, what's up? What's up, B? I forgot about Brian. Oh, oh. I thought you called me. Florida. Yes, sir. What's up? Hey, listen, Tony B. We're going to be ready for y'all again next year. We're going to beat y'all again next year. Florida, it's not if, but when. Every game after that, but we're going to beat y'all. It's not not a matter of (laughs) if, but when with you guys this year, Florida. Yeah, it's over. We're going to lose every game except y'all. Yeah, your coaches. When's your coach get fired? Before our game or after? What do you think? I, I think before. Because we got we got the hardest schedule in college football next year. I've never seen anything like it. If I was wanting to be cruel to a Florida fan, Bino, I, that's a schedule I would design. If I was wanting to torture and torment a Florida fan friend in that fan base, that is the exact schedule, and I might write it up the way it's written up, Bino. That is cruel and unusual. That would be that damn damn Mullins did that because he knew he was getting fired. That's why he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Florida, I think you're in trouble this year. Game moved back to October yeah. in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Florida wins. Mm-mm. Matter of fact, yeah, I don't yeah, know that hey, they still care by that time. You know, y'all been begging for that put pull back for years now. Mm. Years. Y'all hated yep. the third game of the season. Mm-hmm. Y'all hated it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But guess what? DJ Legway coming in. We don't have a problem. We just like that. Our receivers Legway. coming in. Watch what I tell you. We got Nico. I'm never going to leave you. I hear the fear in your voice, Florida. DJ Legway. As you say that. Are you kidding me? Sounds like a left winger from the Montreal Canadiens. Tony B, you leave that that damn singing to somebody else. You need to get up off the singing, Grap. You can leave that damn singing to somebody else. That's what they (laughs) are. Hey, Florida, who are you cheering for this weekend? Talk to me. Oh, man, I'm a 49er fan, lifelong 49er fan right. since the 80s. Are they going to fix it for Taylor Swift? If that game's late, if that game's close late, you think the Ravens are getting the call or the Chiefs are getting the call? Who do they want in that Super Bowl? You, 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 you know they're going to give it to Patrick Mahomes, bro. Bino, yeah, who's on all the ads? How many ads do I see Lamar Jackson in, Bino? Because every time I turn on an ad, I see the Kansas City Chiefs. I can want too many dates. Bino, talk to me. I, I hope that's the only place we see him in the Super Bowl. Bino, do you believe they get, if that thing's late, close late, will it be officiated properly? Uh, I'd say Kansas City gets the benefit. You damn straight. They're gonna get the Alabama whistle, Florida. That'll be the first thing you and I will agree on today. Hey, but but, but here's the thing, DJ Tony B. Legway. That that what you just said might be the might be the energy that Lamar Jackson needs to go in there and mollywop him. So guess what? I'm well, he, using your Italian slang now. They gonna get mollywopped if Lamar Jackson. Why are you everything call- everybody's saying about it? Well, you're out of here. You can't call me a wop on here, you clown. Yesterday, Freddie Jack worked spaghetti and meatballs into his call, Bino. It's an outrage. Absolute outrage. I stand against it. We'll get back to some more phone calls. Is the game of college football better? And Tennessee and Vanderbilt play tomorrow in what is generally a pretty intriguing matchup down through the years. But 
you can go read at tclub.team today the deleterious impact that the presence of Jerry Stackhouse has in this league. Because what they do is they start stone cold slow every year. They lose all their non-league stuff. So they drag this anchor into the league. And now they're like in the 250s in the numbers. And if they beat the Vols tomorrow, they'll knock you down a line. They'll take you from a two seed to a three seed. You can't have teams like that in your league. And they're dangerous. You know why they're dangerous? Because he's a pretty good coach. But he has no players. That's why they don't win any games in December. That's why they start slow every year. That guy, Seriously, that guy can't get out of the league quickly enough for my money. And he's a, he's a damn goof, too, by the way. Who's jealous of their star players? What a goof. To continue with more, I'm very subtle on a Friday. We'll do some TLD logistics overdrive overtime as well over at tclub.team when our radio show expires. I don't know how much, though, because I'm going to get to the park and play some music. We can continue after this. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Celebrate love with Tillis Jewelry's exclusive Valentine's Day pink box special. Surprise your special someone with an exquisite piece from our collection, elegantly presented in a charming pink box. Each box comes with delectable chocolates and is adorned with a beautiful white bow. My name is Jenna, and this Valentine's Day, let's make it unforgettable. Because when you choose Tillis, you're not just giving a gift, you're creating a moment that will be cherished forever. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. 
This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. T to the B back with you. We have a few minutes to play, and then we'll do some uh, TLD logistics overdrive overtime. I was just laughing with Bino and Brian about Laura a couple days ago. We finally got off this hill after like 10 days, and today I'm, you know, like upstairs, I'm like, are we going to go to the park? And she's like, are you going? I'm like, yeah, I'm not going if you're going. <laughs> the other day she says to me, Bino, I say, where are you going this afternoon? She goes, wherever you're not. So you go ahead and declare. And then I'm going, <laughs> you imagine living with me for 10 days. Anthony, uh, like- Anthony tells a great story. Okay, so he got out the other day, Bino. One of his buddies picked him up to go play pickleball, which they're, like, addicted to. And the guy braved the elements and picked up Anthony at the bottom of the hill. I said, Anthony, when you go, when you get out, please go to the store and get me some, make a fruit run for me. I got to get my fruit in me. I got to get some fruit in me. I'm a fruit addict. Anyway, so he brings in the fruit. And I, and the first thing I said to him, Bino, is not thank you, but where are the grapes? <laughs> And I overheard Anthony telling my my brother that story, and I'm and then when he hung up, I go, you know, I really suck, don't I? And he goes, well, well, <laughs> and I really was that ignorant. I, I I was like, where are the grapes? Don't be the where are the grapes guy. Don't be like me. As we go back to our phones, get our next call in. Hello and welcome. How are my friends, compatriots, doing today? Top your Lynn. How you doing? Guys, great show today. Um, I think college football is better, but I'm like Dino. I'm going to miss the old days of following a player for several years. But I think it's also better for Tennessee because one thing Coach Majors told me years ago was that, you know, at Tennessee, you've got to recruit, yes, your state, yes, your region or area, but you got to recruit the nation. And I think with our money and facilities and tradition, that's going to help us in the long run get players. And the key position is a quarterback. And in this era with Josh Heupel, he's always going to have one that can really play. I'm convinced of that. And people, people, I don't like it, but what college football is going to become is transient. Players and coaches moving all over the place. Yep. I don't know if we'll ever see a coach coach somewhere for 12 years again. I agree with that. And, I, and it's just kind of transient. That's just the way it is. And you got to hope with our money, tradition, everything we got. I mean, coming to East Tennessee and the University of Tennessee, I know I'm prejudiced, but it's like going to the Garden of Eden for some of these guys. Matt, Matt Dixon, said well, you can sell that. Matt Dixon made a really good point that W. Lynn's talking about here, Bino, which is when you get to that playoff era and you get a coach that loses three or four games in a row his first game in the playoffs, doesn't win a game in the playoffs, that guy's going to have incredible heat on him. He should be celebrated by his fan base, but that, and there will be guys, like our guy could be that guy. Uh, they will have incredible heat on them. Oh, I, I think he's exactly right, Tony. I, th- I think now, uh, used to, if you know, pretty much if you were a top 15 finisher in America, yep. 
Uh, you, I mean, people would bemoan not playing in the final game or something, but that, uh, that it was always considered a success. Now it's going to be considered a failure, really. And, but uh, the first time around, like we which make the playoffs make, this year, better. The the first time around, the playoffs here this year, that will be a rousing success if we get into the playoffs. But if they lose that first game, the like the Vols, and then they go the second year and they lose, and then that McIntyre goes and they lose, our fan base will be hornet's nest mad at that head coach. Yeah, it'll be just like it'll be like being mad because we're in the NCAA tournament in basketball. That's exactly every year. right. That is, and 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 they will the barnstormers are going to come out for Josh Heupel. So, I mean, but every team's going to go through this. Sure they are. That's exactly right. The playoffs will get coaches fired, I believe. I I think that's right, W. Lynn. Yeah, it it will. You just got to live with it. Now, Bino, I took a shot at your 20-team SEC West. You want me to reveal that to you? Hit it. Yeah. Tell me who's in the West in the 20-team SEC. Now, one thing we had to do, unless we kick South Carolina out, we're going to have to put them in the east and move LSU to the west. So that's the only change in the original, you know, 10-team SEC. So in the west, we've got LSU, Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Missouri, Arkansas. That's six. They're all in. Your choice would be get some – you got a lot of choices with Texas teams. Or you could do something kind of crazy and get Notre Dame, Nebraska, Arizona State, and Arizona. No, as you your gotta, final you, four. No, you got to go to the Texas teams because Texas. Yeah, you got to you got to raid the Big Twelve. Those are teams that are gettable. Now Arizona, you said they're gettable. You're not getting Nebraska away from the Big Ten. There's too much money in that for them. But you are right. I mean, you could definitely pick apart. If the SEC called four teams from the um, Big Twelve, they would be they would literally join the conference tomorrow. They would drive here immediately or like drive to Birmingham or yeah. like immediately and sign the deed immediately. But yes. I was just you know I was looking at you know there, there's about there's six other power four Texas teams that are in the Big Twelve. Well, who you know, from, the, who, from one, the, who from the old Southwest Conference is out there? You've got SMU out there, right? TCU is another one. Baylor. Baylor's another one. That would not be bad at all. You took those four. That'd be a hell of a side right there. And you got Houston and Rice from the old Southwest Conference. Oh, I love old Houston. I, I, I don't know if the SEC would be interested in those. but I, I don't know either, and that's why I went big and said, how about Notre Dame and Arizona, Arizona State, and pick a Texas team. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's but, probably what would happen. Probably one of those Arizona teams. It's going to happen. That that this league, if you think this league is done expanding, I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona for you because it's it is far from done expanding. I hate Notre Dame, but do you think they would listen in a few years? No, to the SEC. Nope. Notre Dame's going to get to do this thing on their own. They're never going to join a league. I'm I'm convinced. Probably so, but. Uh... The uh, the the last thing I'd like to promote is if you're in Nashville, please get to that Vanderbilt game because they they can ruin our world. And uh, you know what I'll I'll say, Tony, we got to be the sixth, seventh, and eighth man this this week down there. And uh, when I went in the '80s to that gym, it was like all the ushers and police were against you. I don't know if it's like that now or not. Well, but, uh, I'll tell you this, W. Lennon, I appreciate you. 
I love his clarion call to the living listener in the mid-state because this has been a perfect week in Tennessee sports. Let's put a capper on it tomorrow night, and let's quell Memorial Magic. Let's quell Memorial Magic. A perfect week is what it's been here in Rocky Top. Yeah, and uh, W. Lynn thinking with an old decrepit mind like mine's thinking the same way. It'd be just like Bandy to ruin it on Saturday. So let's blow them away early. Beano, that is word is bond. And when you uh, start looking at what's going on uh, with top ten teams on the road, it does make you pause a little bit. But we'll be on with you. Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime. As soon as that game ends tomorrow night, we will be live and in living color with you. Uh, as you hear us, it'll be unbelievable, Andy. Uh, in the meantime, to the radio listener, I want to say I love you. Tclub.team is where you find us again. Tclub.team. Check out our blog there. It's incredible. We will do a TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime coming up. We'll, uh, that's our little, we kind of let our hair down there, what's left of it. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful week. Have a blessed uh, sports weekend. Uh, go Niners and go somebody in the AFC. Go Taylor Swift. What the heck? Till we meet again, peace. We love you. God bless. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.